and gentlemen, please welcome Detective Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering the Megacast. Trying to get down there gravelly like Russell Wilson does when he's in bed. Yeah, we got a deal, honey. Get me the chains. We got a deal. (laughs) Go Hawks. Go Hawks. I'm gonna see y'all in the morning. Guys. Time for y'all to go to bed. Finally, you can go to sleep. That's right. <laughs> see y'all in the morning. I have sex now. You got it. I mean, he banged her after he signed the contract and then filmed that, right? I, yeah. Sorry. I, I mean, we, I'm right. happy they re signed him. Oh, me too. I, I know. It, it shocked me how many Seattle people kind of are like, well, what about this? What about that? Like, you need that dude on your team. Right. The ask. Other teams like Buffalo or Miami or other teams out there, how hard is it to find a franchise quarterback? You yeah. can find another Frank Clark. You can find another Bobby Wagner. And I do think they're going to keep Bobby Wagner. Probably not Frank Clark, but hopefully so. These guys, but the Seahawks don't do that anyhow. Right. They get rid of those dudes, right? Like They, did, they weren't going to keep Earl. Earl no. knew it. Yeah. They, you know what I mean? Like I would have kept Earl. But right. So I'm just like... I'm fi- I, like I like that he got his contract. I'm one of those people too. Like whoever it is, like young man, go get your money. Exactly. I, I love but how people that, freak out like as if it's their money. Yeah, but that video was cringeworthy. Oh, and it's, it's just, the worst. It just doesn't seem like. That's what I love about it, though. It's so ridiculous that it it just makes me happy. I don't know why. I just freak- I'm gonna see y'all in the morning. Yeah, 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 I'm gonna see you in the morning, Russell. I just love the one that was like you know how people like now on Twitter put like the conversations. Yes. So it's like Russell. Sierra, grab me the chains, but you never wear your chains. At, and then instead of night, it's just N.I. And then it's like, I'm about to flex on him. <laughs> I mean, I got to be careful how much I say that. I wear a gold chain all the time now. Clearly wear it at night. Yes. But his chains are like long and dangly. Like, you can't sleep in those. How much respect did you have, though, for Tyler Lockett and DJ Fluker? Oh, good on him. Uh, that, to me, makes me think this is a... As much as everyone wants to give Russell Wilson a hard time, and maybe he is a prima donna, or maybe he's robotic, or maybe he's this or that, the fact that they felt comfortable to give the million-dollar man, the franchise, the guy that the team just backed the bus up and made the most, the highest-paid player in the N freaking F freaking L, and they had no problem clowning on him, makes me think that there's there's some good camaraderie going on in that locker room. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, you don't do that unless you feel comfortable. That's that you only do that to the people you love. Plus, Russell Wilson, right? Now, look, there's a lot of people, you might not be religious, maybe you find him a little overbearing with that. Maybe you think he's robotic and this and that, but you can't deny that that guy, when he plays quarterback, has a special talent. Yes. Right? He was good at NC State. He, you know, I've, I've said this for years. Remember, he has that extra year of eligibility. He goes to Wisconsin. He learns the playbook, and with like a week, they vote him team captain. Yeah. Now, it helps he's the quarterback, but I'm just saying, like, the, the guy has a certain thing. I heard uh, Jake Heaps, I was listening to the podcast of the the, the, the Brock and Sock show on, on 710, and oh, yeah. uh, Jake Heaps on. Jake's just awesome. I think that guy is just a, a great analyst of football, and he knows Russell. He's friends with Russell. All right. And he shared a story, I think it was at Duke. 
back when Russell was in high school and his dad was parading Russell around trying to get him get eyes on him basically getting a scholarship to not only play baseball, which is what people thought he was going to do, right. but also football. But of course, he's too small. He's too this. He's never going to be a quarterback. Maybe he should worry about being a wide receiver, whatever it may be. So they show up and they already have like some stud that they've already have as the quarterback for Duke or something along those lines. I'm right? sure he was. Right. <laughs> So sorry, but like it's Duke football. I know, I know. <laughs> it's the one thing as a Maryland fan I can make fun of Duke for. So awesome. <laughs> Go Hawks. So, anyways, they're like, yeah, well, you know, we don't need him as a quarterback, and they're like, let's just watch my son throw a football, and then I guess like they gave him like five minutes or ten minutes to prepare. And then he goes out there, not even with cleats, just regular shoes, and just starts chucking bombs. Yeah, at the high school, and they're like. Oh, we got to figure out a way to get this guy on the team without like pissing off our star quarterback. Yeah, right. I mean, I remember. Oh, I used to have a draft party, right? Mm-hmm. Did you ever come to one of those? Nuh-uh. I was All never right. invited. Were you not? No, I'm kidding. I probably. I, well, I probably they ended was. like when we started hanging out. It's kind of when they ended, right? Yeah, because because you only came to my old place in Capitol Hill like once. Oh. No, tw- was I spent so many nights there. I practically at times I would I was living there. That's a good point. I forgot about that. There were many nights that I never made it home because of that, that place. place. Yeah. Right. So, but I think right. But it, that was only like a year or two. Right? It, was, it was a short it period, was short, right? Because yeah. then I moved to Belltown, and we did the, you know blah blah blah. <laughs> so anyhow, the, the drugs, <laughs> aka blah blah blah. Yada, yada, yada. So that draft party ended. But I remember when they drafted Russell Wilson in like the third round, and I was telling people, like, look, I'm telling you, this dude's going to be your starter within like a year or two. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, within like three games, he was the starter. So, I mean, like, yeah, Russell Wilson has that ability. Time for y'all go to bed. What is happening here? I don't. It's like. Time for you to go to bed. Well, it just felt like he was trying to flex back on Future. And it's like, look, Russell, like, I liked Future for a while. I like his music. But, like. He's gone overboard, right? Future always like calling out Russell Wilson. Like even I was like, "All right, Future, enough." But now that you did this, like I feel like you kind of played into the hands. Oh, I guess that's yeah. what everybody worries. Is this just Sierra trying to make him like an image of him that's not him? The type of oh, person oops. who would stop in a monsoon to help Janet change her front tire. Sounds like a commercial, Steve. <laughs> I was gonna play a little, uh, little "Let's Get It On" mixed in with that. Uh... <laughs> I thought that'd be kind of fun, but then I forget YouTube. And they're damn commercials, Ted. They're always in the way. There we go. Time for y'all to go to bed. Ooh. <laughs> Doesn't work with a slow computer. There we are. Thank you, Ciara. Come on. This sucks with a slow computer. Yeah, yeah. We can't mix on the fly. No. Hey, yeah. Seattle. All right, give up. Yeah, that, I mean, that's my only thing. I I don't know. I just thought that video, I was like, is that really how you want to announce it? Or is like, what is going on there, man? It's just so funny because it's like you could clown him on all you want, but he just became the highest paid NFL football player. Yeah, so and he, he is gets the last Sierra. laugh. And he filmed the video. Most likely that was recorded after he found out that he just got $107 million guaranteed, and he probably, that was like nature's version of Via, Via, Viagra, yeah. and then he just plowed Sierra, and then 45 minutes later, because they made the announcement, I guess they made the deal right around midnight, he puts that video out at 12.44 in the morning, you know he just went to town on her, and they celebrated, I know, and he just filmed it. But you were the guy that was like, I'm super Christian, we don't have sex before marriage. He's married, Ted! And now he's like, yo, I'll bang it all day. I believe it's the 11th commandment. Thou shalt bang your wife after making $107 million. Steve, 
I know you go to church. You know damn well there was no no 11th commandment. <laughs> I'm going to shut that noise down. Fine. <laughs> Fine, Ted. The 11th commandment. Yes. I think hey, the 11th. Seattle. <laughs> the 11th commandment was eat ham. When I get out of this cave, eat ham. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. It, it was, wasn't bang your hot pop star wife after you just made $107 no, million? it was all about celebration of Easter. I'm going to get out this cave. You guys eat ham and candy. <laughs> well, I stand corrected. And I'm sorry, Ted. I guess it's time. Time for y'all go to bed. Oh, all right. It's actually time to do some push-ups, Ted. All right. Got another banger for you. It's the time for us to get our heart rates and our blood pumping and our brain functioning. Yeah, my brain is still not functioning from this past weekend. Yeah. Thank you, Vancouver. And thank you, Steel Panther. I lost a few brain cells. Yeah. You ready? Let's pump these out. I'll do a TED Talk, but we got to get to that story. Damn straight. Here we go. Reminds me of my early days at the clubs in Germany on my way to Ibiza. Yeah, I remember my first techno party. Because <laughs> I first felt a strong caress of another man. <laughs> this is so like 90s techno. Isn't it? Yeah. This is like Night at the Roxbury techno. This is either like, seriously, we're somewhere in Europe at a crazy nightclub and there's like half naked dudes and naked women, or we're like pounding pints at the pub about to go beat up another group of soccer fans. Yes! It's one or the other. We're raving hooligans. Yeah. Tech Talks, starring Tech Smith. Is this the normal music? No, I always change it. Oh. Uh, You're not feeling this one? No, I like it. Go ahead. I feel like it's less special if I have music every time. And today is just such a simple one. Today I was just going to remind people, just use the golden rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Now, I doesn't mean you got to be nice to everybody you meet. I just mean like a personal story. Say you have a friend that was going through a tough time and you help them out. And then maybe a year later, you got to send them a text that says, Hey, thanks for looking out for me yesterday. I was kind of an idiot. That's cool. Glad you had my back. Not that you were an idiot, but that's cool when you look out for each other. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I'm just saying, like, treat people the way you want to be treated. Because sometimes, man, your buddy's going to have an off day. You're going to have to pick them up or whatever. But, like, just treat them right and then it'll come back. Dude, it's funny you say that because I kind of witnessed that over uh, the the weekend with the Bruiser Brody shows. I think everybody in our band has had dysfunctional band relationships prior to Bruiser Brody. Yeah. So there's still, like, at times, everyone's just a little on edge. But, like, even, like, my wife asked me, she's like, did anyone drive you nuts? Anyone, you know, piss you off during those, you know, because that's four days, confined place and an Airbnb. We're never away from each other, maybe minus for, like, five minutes here, five minutes there. I'm like, honestly, I had the best time with these guys. It was just a great time. But everyone at one point or another is just like, Man, the camaraderie with our band is really cool. Like, it's a brotherhood. Like, nobody is being jerks to each other. Nobody's being short with one another. But I think Travis witnessed it on Saturday night. We talked a lot about the the, the Steel Panther shows. Excuse God me. bless you. Um, <laughs> uh, on the Migs cast, and including playing an interview. We had an interview with Stick Zadinia from Steel Panther. Maybe we'll play some clips uh, during this podcast. Hopefully, we'll have some time. Nice. Um, but... There was a moment on Saturday night where Travis got to go up and sing Man in the Box with Steel Panther. And they even brought up uh, Jeff Rouse, our bassist. So the two of them got to jam with Steel Panther. 
I think in some bands and maybe bands that they were in or any of us have been in, when members of a band get an opportunity to shine and not all the members do, there's a sense of jealousy or resentment or I'm not even going to pay attention to it. So, Because Travis was like, dude, it was insane when we watched the video back. He could see me and Glenn especially, and JT too, but JT's a little bit more subdued even when wasted, whereas Glenn and I were really amped up. Yeah. Losing our minds on the side of the stage, like as if we were on stage with them playing Alice in Chains in front of a sold-out room at the Commodore Ballroom. So like, as Travis is jamming it out, nailing on the notes, I'm like pumping my fist, screaming and yelling. The minute he came off the stage, both of us tackled him, almost hurt him. But like we were That's legit awesome. proud of our dudes. Yeah. That they got to have that moment in front of a, a, an insane crowd. I mean, Vancouver, dude, Vancouver likes to party. And especially at a Steel yeah, Panther show. I still haven't show. been up there. We got to go, bro. It's amazing. It's so much fun. Everybody's in a good mood. Everybody's wasted. It's just a fun part, at least at a Steel Panther show. So anyways, like there was that <laughs> moment where like you're saying, like, you know, you look out for each other. And I think that that was like a, a cool eye opening moment for a few of the guys in our band. Like, holy crap. Yeah. These guys got my back. And granted, not on a serious. I needed you when I was down at my lowest. It was more like, hey, man, you guys weren't acting weird or jealous about the fact that I had a cool moment. We were actually happier for him than I think he was. Yeah. 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 And I mean, it can be something as simple as, you know. I, taking care of a drunk buddy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? All the time. Yeah. Looking out for each other. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely, my man. <laughs> By the way, I got to ask one question. Why is that alley red? We have no idea. Uh, what we learned was that area of Vancouver is very art centric. Okay. So there's sometimes just random spots of the alley or random spots of the city are super, it's not the right word, but arted out. I don't know how else to say it. Like, All right. So there was just a little part in the alley that was. Got this crazy red floor, and that's like right behind the Commodore Ballroom. So we pulled up in the party bus, walked outside, and all of a sudden there's this cool red floor. And with the rain, it was reflecting, and it looked awesome. Oh, it looks so tough. So finally, we just took a picture, and the picture's up on Bruiser Brody's Facebook page in the cover. Just go to Bruiser Brody Band on Facebook. You could see it. And legitimately, we went outside with a cell phone, my cell phone, and our buddy uh, Neil Lim Sang, who's a photographer, took the picture, but he took it with my cell phone. And we did it really fast because there was a weird tweaker guy that was kind of bothering us as we were trying to take the picture. So no kidding. That picture, that whole quote unquote photo shoot took maybe 30 seconds. Oh like, man, they look so awesome. It turned out great. Yeah. So I think that's actually, we were talking, we're like, that might be the album cover for our second record. By the way, do you guys know the, there's a, uh, I think there was like a nine hour long special. Either way, Viceland just did a whole thing on The Wrestler. Yes. I watched All right. it. Okay. Did you see it? I didn't. It's really good. It, right. it, 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 I think you'll understand why we went with that name, because there's such a crazy history behind Bruiser Brody the wrestler, where he was murdered by another wrestler who claims it was self-defense. A lot of people covered it up. Tony Atlas, you'll realize, is the only... like You talk about having each other's back. Yeah. Your TED Talk is all about... Tony, more of us need to be like Tony Atlas, the wrestler. He right. took no BS from anybody. He's like, no, this guy killed him. Like, he... No kidding. He wasn't willing to cover it up. It's very corrupt in Puerto Rico, especially at that time. And it was a money issue. It was this, that, another issue. There was like a jealousy issue. But this one wrestler murders Bru- Bruiser Brody. And everybody else act like as if it was self-defense and, and covered it up for the guy. All right, yeah, I just saw it's the a commercial for it one night, and I was like, "Oh man!" Like, I hope they're, I hope they're like, know this is on. Yeah, it's it's a really well done piece. I just watched that one because they're doing a whole series on Viceland about the dark side of wrestling. Yes, that's the one that was the first one shown. It's it's on YouTube too. So if you don't have Viceland, just search Bruiser Brody Viceland. You'll find you pr- it. You might have Viceland. You just don't know you do. 
honestly, for the longest time, I didn't know I had it. And then I realized, I was like, oh, crap, I do have Viceland. Dude, I only found it because of Deezus and Marrow. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I found it, oh, man, I think it was Action Bronson show. The F that's delicious. And then recently, the Ayahuasca show. Oh, yeah. Have you watched that? Is that the guy down in, like, Texas or something? Yeah. I haven't watched that one. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Viceland has some, you know what's funny? I'm surprised you haven't seen that one. Yeah, I just honestly, after DJ Samaro left, I haven't watched it as much. I almost oh, so forget it's there. Oh, you're just on strike? A little bit. Because <laughs> <laughs> it ended badly. And I'm just like, oh, oh man. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, like they, well, they got picked up by Showtime, which was a bigger deal. They made a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, you know, kind of like, all right, well, we'll finish out our contract. And Vice Slam was just kind of like, ah, eh, F off. Wow. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. So I was just kind of like, it just kind of, I don't know. I really like that channel. And then honestly, sometimes like, F that's delicious. I like that show. Yep. But then it was just like they were putting Action Bronson into everything they could. Yeah. And sometimes after a while, I'm just like, all right, now he's annoying me. <laughs> You're right. They kind of work him more, into everything. Yeah, I need a little more more uh, mayhem, Loren. <laughs> we get that he's available and he's a popular personality, but you don't need to put him in every single show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. He's and he's one of those dudes too. Like I like the stuff he does. I like some of his music. I, I think it'd be touch or go hanging out with him. He could either be super cool or he could be a giant a hole. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's a lot of artists like that. Yeah, yeah. Like I've, you know, like I'm just like, yeah. There's some people, dude. Like I, I get along great when sober or moderately wasted, and then when you kind of pass a certain point, you're just like, man, you just turned into a giant dick. Yeah. And then you just don't ever want to hang out with them again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> Ted always- wrote down a name and. <laughs> If you're listening to this, yes, he's talking about you. No, I'm kidding. Uh, here's all right. Before we take a break, okay. One other thing. Yes, I'm a little salty with Timberlake. Oh, because he didn't do the In Sync reunion. Yeah, that's on top of him just canceling the shows here and being like, I don't, I'm not having a makeup date, dude. You and Sid need to start a support group. She's not happy with Justin Timberlake. Almost on strike a little bit, not yeah. listening to his music. That's her favorite artist, number one <laughs> artist of all time, Justin Timberlake. Like. That's one where I think I would lose her if all of a sudden he's like, hey, yo, what's up? Like, that, that's how much she loves him. Yeah, like, you can tell her. I would she... probably lose her if he said what's up to me, too, so I get it. I mean, straight up, I think I'm fighting the feeling. Yeah. Thank you. So anyways. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, she's pissed as well, man. Yeah, like, I was already kind of salty he canceled the shows here, and then I was like, he couldn't even show up for a day in Coachella? That would have been cool. How do you feel if you're the rest of in sync? And everybody else is gung ho except for him. Well, I mean, look, obviously it's tearing up their heart. <laughs> I mean, at some point they're just gonna have to say bye 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 to him. Agreed. And you know the fact is he's gone. <laughs> I mean, you know, cry me a river about all this stuff. <laughs> you would think having him there would be like the holy grail. <laughs> I'm running out of stuff. I, I'm trying to think of more sync songs I can name off the bat. I mean, I'm I'm now I'm, I'm dipping into Jay Z Timberlake collaborations. Well, there's no strings attached. <laughs> right, let's take a break. <laughs> when we come back, uh, we do have a "Should I Be Mad?" It's a good one. We also will talk a little bit about the Steel Panther shows, including that the best. That is the best segment we've done ever. We should save it and send it to people. Right? You like know. Timberlake and sync jokes from two like 40 year old bald guys? We got you covered, homie. <laughs> the Mega Cats will return oh. in a minute. <laughs> Kevin and Steve need a minute to shave each other's backs. Sexy. I know. The Mega Cast will be back.
somewhere, someone you know, is in the middle of a dry spell. Spend all your time waiting. It may have been brought on by a recent breakup, a hectic work schedule, or bad personal hygiene. Many people in the middle of a dry spell have lost self-confidence, become withdrawn, and feel ashamed. Let's all do our part to relieve the suffering of others by banging a buddy. When you bang a buddy, you can bring someone out of the cold darkness of deviant self-pleasure and into the soothing light of casually pooled fluids and an awkward goodbye. So don't wait until you're staring into the puppy dog eyes of someone pleading with you for pelvic relief. Someone near you is in a dry spell right now. Bang a buddy. It's the right thing to do. Ted and Steve give great hugs, but those mother have never hugged for. The mega cast is back. I'll get lots of hugs out from Steel Panther. Oh, yeah. Yes. Hey, I want to quickly uh, give a shout-out to someone who sent me a, a Twitter message. All right. And it just was really cool. He mentioned the Megacast. I figured this is a good place to send him a little love. Uh, Sean B., thank you very much for this awesome direct message on Twitter. He said, Migs, I just want to email you. I couldn't find a link on the website. Uh, my email is just steve at ksw.com if anyone did need it. Uh, anyways, I've been down a little bit lately, but the one thing that gets me through it is your show and the Megacast. Nice. It's nothing it can't handle and overcome, but I want to let you know your sense of humor and upbeat attitude towards life is truly inspiring. You always manage to put a smile on my face. I just hope you know what you do truly touches people and extremely grateful for you, rock on brother. Uh, it's always funny when, I don't know about you, but sometimes you get these really cool messages when you are also kind of down on the dumps. So I was kind of yeah. bumming about something and I read that and I was like, gosh, I needed that. So yeah. I appreciate him just as much as it sounds like he appreciates us. So I thought that was cool. That is cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things where. Speaking of DM, shout out to Stevie. Still thinking about you, buddy. Stevie. Heal up, brother. Yeah, man. Hopefully we'll see you at the Bruiser Brody show that's happening at the end of June at the Tractor in Ballard. Ooh. I think it's June 28th. All right. You should come out. I think it's like a Friday or a Saturday night. Gonna miss it. Why? Because it's my mom's 75th birthday, so we'll be back east. Fair enough. Zap! <laughs> I had a good answer locked and loaded, Steve. <laughs> you said that last week when I asked you to go to another show back in May. I'm kidding. Yeah, oh. <laughs> that would be funny. I know that's like mom's birthday is every month. <laughs> Actually, we got a uh, we got a for seventy fifth. We got a cabin in Deep Creek Lake, Deep Creek Lake, Maryland. Nice. Yeah, that'll be fun, man. It'll be awesome. Cabin I'm, life. Yeah, my buddy Bernie's bringing his family up for the week. Bringing some Smith family popcorn. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, great popcorn. Good family. Great. Good pop- people. <laughs> great popcorn. Son of a bitch. I'm that's gonna, all right, man. One of these days, I'm gonna remember that. Yeah. Our, well, we got a new sponsor, too. Cobb's that? Popcorn in the Pike Place Market. <laughs> Wait, Cobb, it's going? Yeah. It's up and running? It is. I have a beef to pick. Uh, uh, no, I really don't have a bone to pick with you guys. But uh, our, our buddy uh, Barnes sent me a direct message on Instagram, and it was a video of you guys just listening to some real fun hip-hop music while making popcorn. Yeah. And I'm like, way to rub it in. I love popcorn. I love dancing to hip-hop music with my middle-aged friends. <laughs> I'm kidding. I would have loved to have been there for that. Yeah, sorry, man. Yeah, Ted never gives me the invites. Well, I'd say we can't bug you on Sunday nights because you live in Puyallup, but you I'm probably wrestling be, on be, Sunday nights. Yeah, you'll be wrestling up in Everett. Yeah, or I'm training on Sunday nights. I could finish my training and head on over and eat some popcorn at Cobb's place. What time's training? Uh, six to eight. 
All right. Could you Six eat popcorn? Six to nine sometimes. Okay. Hey-o. Could you eat popcorn before you trade? Ideally, I would want to eat it before and not after. All right. Yeah. A little protein. I don't think popcorn's protein. No. And it's got some of the flavors are great, but they're a little sugary. I'm just picturing you puking a popcorn. Or just being really aggressive in the ring. Yeah. Because I'm on a sugar high. What's your problem? I've hopped up on the cord. Say your prayers. Eat a bunch of popcorn and beat the piss out of you, brother. <laughs> no, but yeah, his shop's up and running down in the market. So Cobb's Gourmet Popcorn? Yeah, I think that's what it is. I like, uh, I like Thursday, that. Thursday through Sunday. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're sponsored by two popcorn companies. We are. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, there's going to be a meeting of the popcorn minds. Is this like an East Coast, West Coast, Coast beef? Is it like, you know, Cobb's like kind of like the, the Tupac and the Smiths are like the biggies? Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say there's a beef, but I haven't heard from my cousins in a while since Cobb opened up. I mean, whatever. Oh, they think you've, you've jumped ship. You're probably sharing the family secret. Something like that. Some of the family aura. Yeah. With Cobb. Mm-hmm. Unacceptable, Ted. Look at you, Patrick. <laughs> Where's my tin of popcorn, Patrick? I bet Cobb will get me some pretty soon. What's the big, um, because the Oreo, was it the cookies and cream or or, cookies and cream flavor on the Smith family popcorn? It's delicious. It's next level. Like, it's not even popcorn. It's like crack. Yeah. What's what's the big one for uh, Cobb? uh, How is it that you even have, like, multiple people in the popcorn business? You know, it it was very unique that they both kind of started talking about it. But trust me, I know that's why I know more about popcorn than anybody. But for like a year, I couldn't bring people like, so I'd say something about popcorn. What, what do you know about popcorn? Nothing. You know, now it's like, all right, both shops are open. This yeah. is why I know an S ton about popcorn. Yeah, Ted is the Orville Redenbacher of the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, exactly. Orville Smith. Orville Smith. Yes. Hmm. Sounds like an astronaut. <laughs> Orville Smith. Right? Either that or like a guy that was out on the Great Plains, like tilling fields. <laughs> Making popcorn. Making popcorn. Dude, I'm a popcorn guy. I tell you this. I have popcorn almost every single night. Oh, man. I, the Smith family stuff's great. So is Cobb's. Either one. What's the go-to for Cobb, though? What is the go-to? Oh, if you're they going have a there. brown butter one. Brown butter. I think, yeah. The BB. It is so good. Like, to the point of, like, I can't have it in my house anymore. Oh, it's just that addictive. Yeah, it is, dude. It Hell is yeah, that. man. I want to try it. That'd be fun. Do you get these phone calls all the time from numbers you don't know? All the time. I all never right. answer them, though. Yeah. I don't trust them. I'm afraid they're going to record my voice and use it against me. Yeah. I, I'm just laughing at some of the names. Yeah. What was yours? It actually comes up with a name? That one did. Weird. Yeah. Cecil. Oh, don't trust Cecil. Orville yeah. Smith would never hang out with a person named Cecil. <sighs> Orville Smith. You know what? One day I'll got to break out my uh, overalls and we'll take a picture. Yes. I'll wear my red cowboy hat. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Steel Panther was awesome. There's so many memories. I'm trying to think of like some of my favorite, my favorite story. And I shared it on the Makes Guest on the air, but I want to share it with you because it was just a typical moment for me where hanging out on the bus, these two random people come on the bus. Of course, they're female. So you right. know, the, the, the common rule on, on, on bus life is if they're female, fine, come on the bus. They're harmless, right? Right. Dudes can't trust it. You just never know when they're going to get weird. So yeah. Because it, it's happened before. And you don't need to have a fight on a bus with people you don't know. So Levi let these two ladies on the bus, and they were nice, but they were like kind of being wise asses. That's but dope. Levi actually drove you up there. Dude, and Levi was great. Like, yeah. The dude was, I mean, a high praise for Levi Lion and Lion Pride party buses and Lion Pride music. Honestly, if you ever need a party bus, just go on Facebook, type in Lion, L-Y-O-N, Pride uh, party buses. The guy... 
get you everywhere you need to be. He's, he's rock solid. He made sure that we were everywhere we needed to be and took care of us just outside of just being on the bus. Like just, yeah. he became our tour manager legitimately. Like guys on our show, uh, on our band, like Jeff Rouse and, and uh, Travis who have toured like, you know, with big bands. I mean, Rouse with loaded and Buck Cherry and Fozzie and Travis with second coming. They're like, dude, this guy is better than any tour manager I used to have. Like that's how good he is at what he does. So anyways, these girls come on. They're just, you know, being loud mouths and having fun, whatever. They're drunk. Yeah. One of the girls takes it. I, I think we're trying to take a shot at my age, but being funny about it. So she's like, dad. And I'm like, be quiet, daughter. We don't need them to know. And I was just joking back. Cause I'm like, I don't care. And then she goes, it's okay though. You can have sex with your kid. And I'm just like, right. Like it was very awkward. And so my, my only response is I'm wasted. I just, uh, I kind of panicked. I go, I don't click on those thumbnails. And everybody was just dying. I am so happy you said that. <laughs> Why? What has happened to porn in the scenarios? Everything is about incest. And I get that those, they're not related, but some of those actresses, I'd like to see them in action, but I can't, I can't deal with the scenario. And I've tried clicking on the thumbnail. I have, <laughs> so weird. Of course, we go right from this story to porn. <laughs> Sorry. No, I'm fine with it. I'm following you on this one because I'm with you. There are times like I'll watch those because they'll say stepdad. And I'm like, you know what? I'm willing to suspend belief and just deal with that. It's not going to bug me too much. But then you watch it and they never refer to the guy as stepdad. They treat him like, oh, you're my father. And it's like, no, you can't have these videos that are nonstop like actual father daughter scenes. Right. Like I'm okay with the stepdad that just came into the relationship. And met the daughter who's already who's age, already nineteen. Didn't raise her. <laughs> I like that we've had the same thought. Like, like because there's right some of the actresses. I'm like, I want to watch her, but I can't because that's all they give you now. It, it, all right, it's ruining it. It is, dude. All the thumbnails are incest videos. Yes. Okay, I'm glad it's not just me because at first I was thinking, are they typecasting me? Did I watch one too many stepmom porns? <laughs> Because that's XNXX and X videos. You, if you go on those websites, I'd say ninety percent of it is incest based. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Is that the thing now? I, I, man, you know what? I, it, it, I don't know. Well, and I get women having sex use the term daddy. Like I, I get that before. But like, right? The, those I'm just like, which I thought was kind of hot until it happened once, and then it weirded me out. You know, it's only happened to me a couple times, but it, it was intense. So, you know, I just kind of, all right. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't going to stop what I was doing at the time. Yeah. But it was one of those things where I'm like, yeah, you know what? You could, you could drop that out of your vocabulary. <laughs> so anyways, that was probably my favorite moment because I didn't, rem- I, I thought I knew it happened. You know, it was like one of those things where I'm like, did that really happen Friday night? And then on Saturday morning, I was like, hey guys. Also, no offense to the rest of your band, but aren't you one of the younger people in that band? Uh, second youngest. Which is kind of the funny part, yeah. Right, I was like, why is she taking a shot at you? Just because you're the one guy that doesn't have hair? I think it was just, I was, I think she did have interest in me. Oh, well, obviously, that was an offer to have sex with When we then went to a bar that they were at, because it was like, after two o'clock, there's one bar that stays open till three. It's called the Roxy. Nice. Right. So we went there, and those, eventually they got off the bus, we were done with them, and whatever, you know, not done with them, that sounds awful. We decided that we didn't want to keep hanging out with them, right? Because they were just a little too much and a little too weird. Well, we go to that bar and they're there as well. And then she just, again, starts talking to me and cracking jokes. And I'm like, at one point I almost said, you are very witty, but you're also very annoying. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like this Chelsea Handler type humor that I was just like, I'm just done listening to it. I just, I'm just done. I'm too wasted for this. I just want to hang out with the boys and just get wasted. Yeah. And eventually they got pissed at us because we, JT bought around the shots for all of us. Well, for five of us. Six, yeah, five of us because Levi wasn't drinking, but did not buy a shot for those girls. So and then they got pissed at that. Once they saw us take a shot and they're like, where's our shots? And Glenn looks and goes, sorry. And they just stormed off cursing us out. Yeah. Yeah. Screw that. Yeah. Yeah. Screw you and your weird incest fantasies. I'm yeah. not your daddy. Yeah, right. That is so weird. Like, obviously, she liked you, but I'm just like, ugh. You would have crushed her if you just looked at her and said, like, I, I, I don't want to have sex with you. Yeah. Right? Because that's where all her confidence is coming from. She just assumes you still want to hook up with her. Right. And I had zero interest. Right. All I wanted to do is drink more. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was, that was what I was attracted to. Shots. Yeah. Lots of shots. So, the, the highlight, though, of minus, like, you know, obviously the cool stuff of playing, one of the highlights is every night... Steel Panther brings a crap ton of girls up on stage. So a lot of times when they're playing, I'm still like up in the dressing room just BSing with some of the boys or just decompressing. At one point, a few of us were up there just laughing, having a good time. One of the members of our band comes running up and goes, you need to come down because the up, the, backsta- the dressing room's upstairs and the stage is downstairs kind of a All thing. Right. It's like, you need to go down there and watch Steel Panther. We're like, yeah, 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 we'll be down in a minute. Comes back. 30 seconds later, there's a bunch of girls showing their boobs on stage. We all stop what we were talking about, run down and watch. So every night they do that. They just bring a bunch of chicks up on stage. Uh, so one of the nights, I think it was Friday night, there's this one girl and she's like older, you all know, right. and sloppy drunk. All right. Pulls out her sloppy drunk boobies. All right. And just kind of walking around, like looking for attention on stage and nobody's getting like, and there's like 20 girls. None of the girls want to have anything to do with it because a lot of the girls are just dancing with each other. It's like kind of like just like a fun thing. It's nothing, nothing bad is happening other than maybe some boobage going on, right? (coughs) Members of the band are just not feeling this chick. Then she realizes there's one member of the band that cannot get away from her if she goes up to him. And that, of course, is the drummer. Oh, no. So she gets on the drum riser, and now it's just dancing on him and pushing her boobs in his face, trying to motorboat him. And he's like, he's contorting his neck in ways that I did not think was possible. Yeah, exactly. Like, like the Matrix. Pretty much. Like yeah. that baseball going at that one guy's face today <laughs> yeah. that you saw in the news. So anyways, he's trying. Now her hand's going around his groinal area, and he's just like looking at anybody backstage. Like, that, help me. Right. And his crew, and I'll play the clip, his crew are just like watching and laughing. They're just like, oh, let's, let's just let it go for a little while longer and see what happens. And we're in tears. I'm going like, screw yeah, man, that is awesome. And he's looking at us like, get this, get this crazy woman off of me. So uh, here's a, a part of our interview that we did with Six Zidinia where we, we talk about crazy things that have happened while we were in Vancouver. And of course, that's the story that he brings up. Okay, well, I can tell you that last night during our show, I don't know if you guys saw. Oh, is this during? Uh, Super Cougar came up. <laughs> Super Cougar is putting it. Super mildly. Cougar came up ah. and whipped the boobages out, and she proceeded to bang my head around in the middle of them. And, and all of this is a hundred percent accurate. Everything he's saying, it's, there's no exaggeration. When did you do this podcast? Uh, Saturday at around seven p.m. after sound check. All right. So I mean, we were already we were already gone. Like, oh. like a few drinks. We already finished a bottle of Jack and just partied. Nice. Yeah, we That's were, rock and roll stuff, man. Yeah, and, and, but honestly, I listened back to the interview. I'm like, wow, we did a good job of not sounding wasted. So it's me, Glenn Cannon, and uh, Jeff Rouse. All right. So you might hear some of those voices as well. And they were, they were really hearty. <laughs> uh, dude, I wear in-ear monitors. Yes. So and I'm like, that. her n- 
I'm yeah. gonna go in my and pull my monitors out. I was like, and and then she started to grab. Me. I don't know if you guys saw, yes. dude. She, she was aggressive to the point where, like, don't get me wrong, I can get down with some freaky stuff. Yeah, super freaky. But it was so aggressive. And I wasn't turned on, coupled with the fact, like, I'm thinking now, and I don't even know her, but I'm thinking, she's not impressed. That guy's got a tiny unit. Best thing about that part of it was I was standing with your guys' techs on the side stage, Mm -hmm. and one of them was like, well, should we go get her? And the other guy's like, no, let's wait this out. (laughs) I I think, I think they thought they were helping me by not helping me. Well, I think there was a moment where you looked out to the side stage, and we're all there, and you looked at us, and I gave us this look like, help, and I think I just went... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just like pumping it's, my fist. I'm it's so heavy wasted. metal. It's heavy yeah. metal. If you can get a girl putting her boobs all over your face while you're rocking, that's like, isn't that the goal? <laughs> Were they that bad? Uh, or was it just a comparison with the other chicks on stage? Yeah, I mean, it was definitely like the low end of the spectrum of hotness. All right. Yeah, I mean, you know. Wasted on stage for the story, I wouldn't be. I'd be like, this is amazing. You know, like he said, like you, you got the story from it, but you're not. It's not like you're going to be bragging about how hot this girl was. No, but everyone's beautiful in somebody's eyes. Yeah, just, just not any of ours. <laughs> Sorry, does that mean? No, it's fine. I was just going to say that's why you need me on these trips. Somebody needs to take a slump buster. <laughs> Bro, the best part though. While you're playing, you get like some of the nights, the same people were in the front row. Like, the, and there was this one really attractive Asian chick. All right. We ended up meeting her while she was in line on Saturday night. Her name was uh, Alyssa. Super nice. But there she is. Like, you know, that's like one of those things where, like, one of these things don't belong. Like, she doesn't look like a metal fan. All right. And then on top of it, she's a fan of Steel Panther. And on top of it, she's singing along to songs like Asian Hooker right? without a problem. So while we're chatting with, with Sticks, I had to ask that question because I was like, oh, man, we, we got to bring this up. Because to me, if there's anything I would walk away from from a show, I'd be like, this was the best show ever. Not only the, there was a hot Asian woman, there was an OK looking Asian woman and then a really old Asian woman all in the front row, all singing Asian Hooker. And on Saturday night, the older Asian woman jumped up on stage and danced, uncomfortably danced. It was very weird. It's like watching a grandma dance oh. while they were performing Asian Hooker. It was great. So anyways, we talked to him about the fact that a hot Asian chick is in the front row singing along to Asian Hooker. Is there not a better feeling than seeing a really hot Asian woman singing Asian Hooker? It, it, like we no. have for the last two nights. Oh, Dude, we, we did OzFest in Tokyo. Uh-huh. <laughs> we opened with Asian Hook because if you don't, you're kind of a you yeah. know what I mean? Right. You're like, we're in Tokyo. You could see the, like, you know that sound when a, a little puppy hears a high pitch like a, like that confused, like, are they doing this right now? And then they got into it. It was awesome to watch them, like, jump up and down to Asian hooker and you know every single one of them is Asian Dude, that's legendary it was I love that we did it yes. we we actually we wrestled with it we're like Maybe do we, we open with Asian hooker in Tokyo yes, yes. yeah because if you don't then this story never happens what size right answer we talking how many I think it was about 30,000 it was incredible oh, good for them right well I mean the songs are obviously jokes so if people like them like right you got to and that was their whole point. Like, you're going to a Steel Panther show. It's not like as if we're surprising you with offensive songs. You know what you're getting when you go see Steel Panther. Right. Mm-hmm. And, like, 
I, I agree with him, right? You can run away from it or be like, all right, so all the tours you do in Asia, you're never going to play this song. Right. And it's a hit of theirs. Yeah. It's one of their most popular songs. Like once they start playing it, but you know, the, the song starts with dun, 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 dun. And I'm just like, oh my goodness gracious. Like this is watching it when you're wasted and seeing an Asian woman dancing up on stage. You're just like, everything about this is wrong, which makes it even more incredible. All right. How did Kroger get involved? Okay. <laughs> this story is fantastic. Again, I'm upstairs, dressing room. Drinking, having a great time, BSing with some. I'm like, I'm gonna go down there and watch some of the Steel Panther show. So I watch a little bit from upstairs. You can kind of peek through the curtain, and you're like, this is awesome. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, I, they started playing Enter Sandman by uh, Metallica. Yeah. I'm like, all right, let me go watch that. This is gonna be fun. I bet they're gonna do a bunch of covers. I go down there, and I kid you not. So now we already know, we've established that Chad Kroger went up there on stage and performed Enter Sandman with Steel Panther on Thursday night. Apparently, they must be all buddies. And that's the thing that happens with Steel Panther. If they're like in L.A., a lot of rock stars will go to this show because it's fun and then get drunk and they'll jump up on stage and do a cover with them. Because it's I mean, a- that's how I knew them first was what, School of Rock or something? Metal School. Metal School. Yeah. Like they used to do like down in L.A. Strip. Yep. And they were and then famous. Vegas, they became big too for that. Right. And they were famous for celebrities and people from other, from like Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson, Bob Sack. Like I've seen so many people jump, right? And then right. they became Steel Panther and actually started making... Like, originals. Right. And so I think there's still that energy from them. So Chad Kroger's on stage crushing it, just singing Metallica, and it's pretty badass. But, you know, he obviously stands out like a sore thumb compared to them because they're all on spandex and big wigs and all that kind of stuff. Not everyone, but, you know, big hair. Um, Anyway, so... Don't give away the secrets. Well, one of the members, that's legit hair. It's pretty fantastic. Michael, the singer. The singer. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, they're just crushing it. I'm so faded, right? Because it's like... We just finished the adrenaline. I'm just pounding drinks Thursday night. This is a party. My buddy Tony Baroni's there. We're drinking, having a good time. I get down on the side of the stage and I'm watching and I'm just like, holy crap. And I got one of the Steel Panthers guys next to me. I'm like, Dane Cook is killing it on Metallica. I didn't know he could sing. And how the hell did Dane Cook get here? I am so wasted. I think it's Dane Cook. Oh, and not even like a guy that looks like Dane Cook. I am convinced Dane Cook, because I know they bring celebrities on stage. I'm convinced Dane Cook is in Vancouver. He's on stage and he has great pipes. Mind you, he looks nothing like Dane Cook. So the, the crew guy looks at me and goes, what? Dane Cook? That's freaking badass. And the guy's like, no, it's, it's, it's Chad Kroger from Nickelback. Yes. Even better. And he just starts cracking up. Like, the, their crew loved us because we were just having the time of yeah, our lives. just fun idiots. He finishes. He walks right by. I'm like, high five. Yeah. Fast forward to the set being over. Now we're backstage in this little common area where they do, like, their meet and greets and their VIP hangouts. It's not really in the full backstage, but it's kind of like the buffer between the, the crowd and the backstage. Yeah. So we're in that room. All of a sudden, coming in with a tray full of shots is Chad Kroger. That's awesome. I thought maybe he sang and just bailed. Because I was like, oh, it'd be kind of cool to say hi to him. I mean, I'm not. How big is he? He's he looks taller tall. than me. Yeah. 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 So anyways, he comes in with a tray of shots. <laughs> All right. Took a shot. Now he's got another tray of beer and vodka sodas. So I grabbed two of the vodka sodas. <laughs> and I go, thanks, man. Love you. I love you, man. And I give him a hug. Now it's an awkward hug because I have two vodka sodas in my hand. Yeah. He's got a tray of drinks in his hand. And I'm like aggressively hugging him going, I love you, man. I love you. And he looks at me and just goes, I love you too, man. I'm like, awesome. And then I finally let go of the hug. (laughs) 
I'll give you credit. You didn't look that wasted in the photos. Oh, and he didn't look wasted at all. No. Dude. We were joking about it on the MIGS cast. The minute someone said, let's take a picture of all you guys, because Neil was there, and he's a great photographer, and he wanted to have a picture of the Bruiser Brody guys with Chad. Yeah. And he also wanted to have a picture with us with the Steel Panther, which I thought was really cool, because we wouldn't have thought of doing that, because we right. were just so gone. The minute he took the picture, it's almost like as if some internal like makeup job. that I don't know what happened, but like he did not look that sober in person. And then you take the picture, he looks like a Greek god. Oh my, yeah. Like, dude, I honestly, it looked like, I was like, oh, he must have like just shown up and started drinking. No. That's awesome. It, like the guy knows how to change his face so he looks less wasted. It's probably this, it's man, a skill that the man I, has. I have yet, I mean, everybody makes fun of Nickelback and this and that. I have yet to hear anybody say a bad thing about the man if they've actually hung out with him and met him. And dude, everyone that we're talking to there that was a Vancouver resident, like, oh yeah, he'll just do that sometimes. Just show up and buy everybody drinks. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really freaking cool. Like, I walked away with a lot of respect for him. He didn't get annoyed with any of us. He was having a blast. And it wasn't like he showed up, made a quick appearance. Bought drinks and then bailed. Like, he hung out. Yeah, he was kicking it. Yeah. Yeah, this was like a night out for him and having a great time. All right, we should probably get out of here. Yeah. Unfortunately. I have tons of stories. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I want to leave with. But I think that was the main one. I can't believe you hugged him while he's holding a tray of drinks and you're holding two vodka sodas. And refused to let go until he told me that he loved me back. But you know what? Chad Kroger loves me. That's all that matters. That is all that matters. <laughs> and the drummer Steel Panther. I think I got him to finally say that he loves me as well by the end of Thursday night. And then the rest of the weekend, he kept going, love you, bro, to all of us. It's our thing, Ted. I love you, Ted. I love you too, man. I didn't even have to hug you with two drinks in my hand. No. Although this is the perfect song to listen to while double fisting vodka sodas. I know, right? Like, who are you? You are a rock star, Steve. For three Shots days I was. And I'm double fisting vodka sodas. <laughs> All right, let's get 10 and get out of here. <laughs> oh, man. Follow us on Twitter at the Megacast. Got anything going on this weekend? Uh, yeah, catch me at three, two, one Battle Mania oh, Friday night. Show box. Yeah, I'm wrestling. The Migs will be wrestling. If you go, get there early because my match is the pre-show match. So we go on at eight thirty, even though tickets say that the show starts at ten. We're the ones. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, so we go on at eight thirty. All right, so we warm them up. We're the curtain jerker before the curtain jerker. I do not know that term, but I approve. <laughs> So that's 3 to one battle this Friday night at the Showbox. Um, as of right now, there's only 40 tickets left. Like, okay. It's about to sell out, which is insane. It's like over 700 people are going to be there. Uh, so if you want to get tickets, go to AXS.com and then just type in Battle Mania. Hopefully there'll be some tickets left, but I'm, I'm not kidding. It's not like I'm making this up. They, I got the email from our guys. Uh, from the guy that runs Three Two One Battle, he's like only forty tickets are left, so that's pretty exciting. Yeah, jump on him. Yeah, so hopefully we'll see you on Friday night for Battle Mania, brother. Yeah, man, say what's up too. Yes, yeah, yes, because I'll be done by nine o'clock, and I can hang out with Ted. Yeah, when Steve's wrestling, uh, right when you walk in, go to the right. I'll yes. be up in that bar. I'll find you there. <laughs> we'll be giving out mega hugs yeah, for sweaty sure. mega hugs. <laughs> Steve will be real sweaty. And I'm not, I'm not wiping down. And you better tell me that you love me with a vodka soda in your hand. 
I'm not wiping down. That's weird. I'm sorry. I should just maybe delete that. I'll fix that in post. <laughs> Kidding. 